Hi, my name's Bex. I've been in the tattoo industry for over a decade and in that time I've been lucky enough to meet and work with some amazing artists and people. Women in Tattooing Society is a collection of interviews with some of the female tattooers I know and admire. We will be discussing their experiences in the tattoo industry and their unique perspectives on all aspects of this amazing career and its future. My guest today is Lucy Thompson, who works in Bradford and has uh, Wonderland Tattoos and uh, Yorkshire Mastectomy Clinic, which is awesome. So hello, Lucy. Hi, Becky. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, would you like to introduce yourself and kind of tell us um, how you got into tattooing and how much fun it was? <laughs> Yeah, um, of course. Um, so I, I've always been really creative. Um, I come from um, my, my family have um, my mum's side of the family are artists. Um, so as I've grown up, I've always had a creative flair. Uh, always been into drawing and painting. And as I was in school and finishing to sort of finishing school, um, I realised that I wanted to do something creative um and I never quite knew what it was until I got my first tattoo um which I got at the age of 16 um and I was just fascinated by the whole process um but I never really understood all the work mm. that went into it um so it was just kind of a um an idea at the time and I went and got a job and I did it worked in every trade possible um but it just wasn't for me um one um, the thing that changed everything was I was working in my dad's pub um, and my textiles teacher came in and she saw me working there and she said Lucy what, what are you doing here um, and I just said I'm working and she said I know but what what are you doing here and I was like I'm working <laughs> <laughs> she was like I know I can see that but why are you working in a pub you've got an amazing talent and you should not be working in a pub and Aww. I was just like oh that's really sweet and you can't really say that it's my dad's pub but, okay. <laughs> um and then just after that I think um I went home and I did a drawing that night um I posted it online and I hadn't drawn in maybe 10 years or so wow. um and and everyone just the feedback I got was just amazing so then from that moment I, I tried to find how how to get into tattooing um, and it took sort of three or four years um, of just going to tattoo studios with what I thought was a portfolio um, and trying, you know, the general backwards and to and froing that you do um, yeah. and getting rejected. Obviously, I didn't think of, I was young and naive. I didn't think that being a woman would affect it, but clearly I knew it did. Um, oh. And I, just persevered I got friendly with a guy um who I started getting tattoos off and he gave me little tiny bits of advice he said he wasn't busy enough to help me but that was enough to spur me on and um to sort of give me the fuel to to pers pursue it um and then I finally got somewhere um I got someone to give me a chance they already had an apprentice but I don't think um <clears throat> I don't know. They take they took me on anyway, so they had two apprentices. Um, then the other apprentice left, and it just kind of went from there. I just I just knew that it was what I 
meant to I was meant to do it was um I'd wait I'd just it was just for me um <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> it just made perfect sense and yeah. the more I learned about it and the more <clears throat> I the more questions I asked and the more and I, I just loved it I just fell in love with it and it, it just it gave me a new meaning to life, really. Yeah. Um, it sounds daft. It's it's funny because you, like, it took me about five years to get my apprenticeship and I was doing really stupid stuff like posting my portfolio <laughs> to, like, all in my really bad portfolio. And I think, like, nowadays people just assume that it's, like, an instant thing, don't they? And it's, like, yeah. the fact that you put in that amount of time and just kept trying and you were rejected but you went back. And um, I think it just shows a real commitment and it obviously you know you when you then get your apprenticeship you just appreciate it so much more don't you and you're so eager to learn whereas yeah. I think nowadays it's almost like handed on a plate to people and they don't yeah. really understand that like just because you've said no once or something it doesn't mean that they should stop yeah. trying um so yeah exactly. mm-hmm. that definitely made me appreciate it more um and the, the apprenticeship that I got was with a very old school sort of traditional tower guy and he'd had a, a similar apprenticeship from his like 20 years before and I was super grateful and it was one of those that you know that were like babysit my dog and my, my kid you know, <laughs> and all that and all that stuff you did it I did it all but you did it and you you did it gratefully because you were just so grateful to be there and be a part of it so yeah um, yeah, it's not like that anymore, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's funny as well, because you said about, like, um, I remember in the shop I apprenticed in, and they talked about, like, people that hadn't stuck their apprenticeship out, like you just said, the other person that was apprenticing at the same time as you. I could never wrap my head around that. I was like, why would you not just do anything you could to be yeah. able to tattoo? It's, yeah. it's a really odd, isn't it? But I suppose it's not for everyone. And then, um, you know, they told me that some people even got to the end of their apprenticeship, but just couldn't tattoo. Like some people just can't tattoo. And that's like a really, like, you just don't think that, do you? Just like, but yeah, it's no, not, it's not for everyone. So yeah, we are very lucky. <laughs> Definitely. It makes you appreciate it so much more. Once I got a taste for it, I was just like, and it, uh, this is what I need to do. This is me. And it's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So did you go from the shop you apprenticed in and then open, was it Skinflicted your first mm-hmm. studio? Um, yes. Skinflicted was my first. I, I went to work um, at a studio um, briefly. Uh, after my apprenticeship finished, um, I went to work at a local one and then I was kind of running that place. I was there with another artist, but... She was never kind of there, so I was running her place, and I just was—I just thought, well, I might as well have my own little place. So, yeah, I opened Skinflicted. It was a very, very, very small little studio, just enough for a bed and a sink and everything. But that's all I wanted. I just wanted a room to tattoo. That's all yeah. I wanted. Uh, so that's what I got. <laughs> that's great. So, what were there like? I don't know. Did you get any kind of reaction to? doing that as a female working by yourself or was it all quite positive? Uh, I I think there was definitely, well, not, I know there was a couple of sabotaged attempts um, from the local tattoo studios um, to me. Um, actually, really quite bad ones, like going to the council and like, 
oh about things. Um, but we found out it was them, and you know, but and obviously I'd done anything wrong. I, I because I know I'd known that I was kind of young and green to it, and I had gone very soon from my apprenticeship to opening a shop. I wasn't professing to be anything that I wasn't you know I wasn't saying I'm the best I wasn't I just wanted to do what I loved yeah I didn't want to have to answer to anyone I want to treat people the way that I felt they deserved to be treated how I want to be treated because it, it wasn't like that where I did my apprenticeship um and that was the solution so I know that I did everything above board and that's how I believe I did so well because people came back they told the enjoyed the experience in this honestly this tiny little room they lo- they loved it that they'd come and they'd tell the friends and everyone else had come so um it, i i think actions speak louder than words in that in that kind of way like people probably thought oh she thinks she's this she thinks she's that but actually you know i put actually the word showing my worth that i'm you know i, I can do i don't know <laughs> You did it. Yeah, no, you did. Like, you know, you you set up a studio all by yourself when you were quite, you know, early on in your career. That's amazing. And the thing is, I think, like, the way that we treat people is really important. And um, it was the same in the studio I apprenticed. It was very, very old school, and I I loved it. Um, But, you know, like, I I don't take the piss out of my clients the way that they used to. And it was funny when you are part of it, but, like, I, I just don't treat my clients that way and that's you know even if um I might not be the most solid and best tattooer in the world but people come back to my studio because it feels like home so I think that's kind of yeah you know what I mean it's quite an important aspect that I think is overlooked and I think the fact that you did a lot of other jobs beforehand means that you probably had a bit more of a retail face the same as I do so you've got that kind of smiley front that um a lot of tattoo shops back then obviously didn't so it just set you apart really (laughs) (laughs) definitely so I knew that I knew once I I I think a month after being open I knew that I was doing something right and I just had to keep my head down and carry on working and you know I had friends in the industry I always could turn to at that point from meeting them at conventions that uh, if I were really stuck and you know overfaced by something, I could ask for ask for help or advice. So, um, and that's kind of what I love about the industry that you can you know you can you can do that. I love that. Um, yeah. Well, we are like we're all kind of strangers, but we'll all help each other out. Like if someone messages me, I've, I've never met, but <laughs> you know you just do, don't you? It's like passing yeah, knowledge definitely. on. No, that's really cool. So, how long? So, with your style, do you kind of? prefer doing realism is that what you feel you excel in or um yeah that's I think that's something that I've always um that 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 inspires me I think like I I feel really motivated by recreating um something that's really that you know something that's realistic like an animal or something I think that that or a nipple you know I think you it's a challenge and then turning it into a tattoo um and I think yeah and I I love the challenge of it really um still still obviously learning I think that's what I love about tattooing that you never ever stop learning yeah um I haven't been in it that long compared to other Mm. six years I think it is now um but realism is really what 
that's what give, gives me the wow factor and that's what I like about tattooing. I, I want a tattoo to give you that wow factor. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I like to work on. Because you you draw a lot of kind of realism as well, don't you? Like portraits and yeah. things. No, it's really cool. I always think like with realism, it's like, I always think you've got to be a certain kind of person to, to take that on and be good at it. Because for me, it's like, it's almost like I can't really see what's on the paper enough to replicate it. I think you've yeah. got to have like a different kind of eye. So it's it's really interesting that people that tend to do realism don't tend to do like so much neo-trad and then people that do like more traditional stuff don't tend to do realism. Although there's yeah. a few, there's a few, you know, annoyingly talented people in the world that <laughs> just do everything. But <laughs> So how long, so when you, you went, you've got Wonderland now, haven't you? And you went into partnership. Was that before yeah. or af- after starting your nipple, uh, you know, your nipple journey, <laughs> your journey into nipple tattooing? <laughs> <laughs> um, that was afterwards. So uh, with Skin Flicted, I opened that, I think it was 2015. Um, and then I moved it into a bigger shop, a bigger space. I think two years after that. Um, and then, so 2017 was, I well, yeah, that was the year that I really started to focus on that. Um, <clears throat> the reason being was I started um, a scar cover-up project, which is I'd, I'd seen it had been done in America, um, and it was a tattoo artist who gave away a free tattoo to someone that had self-harm scars. Um, and I'd helped a friend, a really who's a client who's become a really close friend now, um, cover up a lot of her tattoos um, from domestic violence, and I'd seen how like confident it just it just changed her life, genuinely changed her life. So I decided to do this scar cover up project, and I gave away one free tattoo a month, um, and I wanted I wanted to do it because I. I, I felt bad for the people that had gone to tattoo studios and they'd been refused. Yeah. It wasn't possible purely because it was difficult. I just think that that's not fair. That's just an easy cop out. And I really, that gave me, that enabled me to get, get experience with scar tissue because I thought, well, I know it's not impossible. Um, and I was researching as much as I could online. And then I got asked to do pulled by someone and I'd never heard of it before and I just thought oh that's strange I'll look into it I'll get back to you um so I did look into it and all I could see were all these weird nipples on there weren't nipples like (laughs) the baby being on a plate (laughs) yeah bullseye targets like honestly just and I was really shocked by it um and I knew I knew my auntie had had a, a mastectomy so I'd, I, I didn't know if she'd had a tattoo because she was very closed off about it. Um, so I asked my mum, and my mum asked her, and she said, yeah, it was really bad, and it's not there. And that's kind of what started me on the... I thought you can usually ask, like I said, like another... Even a tattoo artist, you can ask them for advice, but for something like this, there was no one specifically that I could turn to to ask for advice. So mm. it just got me thinking, and then I got researching into it more, and that's when I found Stacey. Um, and and she said, buy my book, buy, buy my book. 
um, and I bought a book. And as soon as I got it and I read it, I was like, this is, I need to do this. I need to do this. Yeah. Um, I think everyone should read that book just because she's put um, so much detail into like the history of tattooing and the history of healing tattoos and stuff like that. It's just, it's a really beautiful book. Like the, um, what's it actually called? I can't remember. Is it just the ART? I don't remember what it's called. That's bad, isn't it? I'll post a link. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a really yeah. lovely little book, definitely. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> No, it's, it, it is. I, I think it might have changed names since I got it. Um, I got it quite a few years ago now, but I've still got it. Oh, no, you're frozen. <laughs> Hang on. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear hopefully she'll catch up in a second <clears throat> um i would sing a song but i don't know there we go hang on lucy sorry we've kind of missed <laughs> you froze for a little bit go back to the book go back to the book <laughs> i've been singing it's fine <laughs> <laughs> okay um so yeah, I got after I'd got the book and I'd read it. Um, I just messaged. I spoke to my family. I said I need I need to do this. Um, and and I booked onto the training, which was in Texas um, in 2017. And I went over, and yeah, it was life changing. I was there was a, it was a class of five. Um, I was the only traditional tattooer there. Everyone else was a a semi-permanent makeup artist oh, wow. um, so they'd all done nipples one of them was a nurse um I'd never tattooed a nipple I'd done a lot of scar tattooing but I hadn't tattooed a nipple yeah um, so we did our two days training and everything and and then the day of actual tattooing came and she chose me first and I was like no way <laughs> <laughs> no. I was so scared and this lady this lovely lady She'd, um, her, her surgeon who does tattooing had said, I'm sorry, I can't match that up, so I'm not going to be able to do it. So she'd been, she, 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 she couldn't get it done. Obviously, that's not an option. We stay around. No. <laughs> so we got a solution and I tattooed her and it went beautifully. It went perfect. Everyone was oh. sort of around her. It was really nerve-wracking. And afterwards, she looked in the mirror and she cried. Oh. And I cried. And then I was like, I can't believe I'm... I can do it. I can't believe I've done it. I phoned. I went outside. I phoned my mum. I was like, "Mum, I found what I meant to do." <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, from that moment, I literally just never looked back. It was just, it was beautiful. It was just, it was just so. She was so grateful, and I just thought, no, like the, this was more people can do this. You know, like it wasn't as bad as. It was bad, but it wasn't as scary as I thought because I'd had the right support and, and obviously Stacey was there. Um, but, yeah, I, it just seemed, kind of inspired me from that point. I was like, yeah, what else can we do then? Well, especially <laughs> doing, like, trying to match another nipple, like, I, I find really difficult. Um, I mean, thank God for the iPad because I can find I can plan things a lot better. <laughs> like, on there. Yeah. Don't tell Stacey, though. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so to have that as, like, a first thing that's like so high pressure isn't it um yeah. but yeah that's awesome so you because you were the first art artist to come back here weren't you yeah yeah that's really cool yeah, 
Yeah. I know, I found it back because I, I was talking to Terry and I was like, was it you or Lucy? And she was like, no, it was Lucy. I was like, I feel bad that I've even said that now. <laughs> but obviously this, this became like a little bit of a mission to you, wasn't it, to help more kind of people become aware of um because the problem that we've got that a lot of people might not be aware of is that in the medical field and the cosmetic tattoo industry that offer areola tattooing which is great really but they do it with um very little training and with fading cosmetic pigments so what art does and, and obviously what lucy does is uses um permanent tattoo ink which is perfectly safe it's designed to be used for this and it means that no one has to have the yearly top up it never fades and and that was like the problem that people were having like you were saying that lady um you know with the faded nickel that approached you originally i think no is that right i think i've got confused yeah. now but yeah <laughs> so yeah but anyway carry on what happened next <laughs> yeah, so Obviously, I came back and um, I'd kept it quite quiet about what I was doing. I didn't know how to explain it, summarise it in a in a in a quick way. Um, so I, I sort of offered out some treatments for free. I wanted to gain more experience, more knowledge, um, and, and I learn every single time I do a tattoo. So um, the more I kind of did, the more I realised that people didn't know that it was a thing, like you say. Um, they only know if it's available at the hospital and they're just, if they're told about it, but well, you know, that it fades away or anything. So, um, yeah, so it was, it was tough at that point to raise awareness um, and I was struggling. I, I, con I tried to contract, uh, excuse me, doctors, consultants, um, hospitals. No one was interested. To them, I'm a tattoo artist, a thug. Um, they hadn't even seen me or spoken to me and they'd already made a judgment on me. So it doesn't matter, you know, what I was trying to do or anything. Mm. That's what it was. That's what I was. And at that moment, I was, it was just me. I wasn't, there wasn't anyone, you know, there, there was... There was people doing it, but no one, yeah, but no one advertising it. I think they were doing it if they were asked on the off chance. Mm. But for me, once you've done this for someone one time, you know how important that is. So why wouldn't you want others to know how important that is? Yeah. So, but my problem was, you know, like that, that, that it's, it's a, it's a very niche kind of area it's a very, it was difficult for me to navigate. I didn't have anyone to turn to in England that I knew, you know, there was, it was just nothing. So then I got think I felt, I also felt guilty sometimes charging um, for the, well, actually I did feel guilty charging for the tattoos. Yeah. But the more I did, you know, I, I'm a single mom. I've, I've, I was, I had a studio on my own. I'm, I can't work for free, you know. It's well, the NHS get paid, Libby. I know that people don't realise that because people don't pay it, but it's not, nobody does anything for free. And I think, you know, um, it's, like you say, you can't, you can't, if you can't afford to live, it's all nice having the intentions to kind of provide this service yeah. for free and stuff, but you have got to survive. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I know, and I had to keep reminding myself of that. Um, and then... I just kind of got thinking, I just thought it'd be really cool if you had 
like some money somewhere. So if someone came, because quite often people that have had it done four or five times at the hospital, yeah. they are actively seeking someone out that can do this. One time, have it done, they don't have to go through it again. So they'll happily pay. They will happily pay because they important it is so i wanted to have a pot somewhere that if it, if, it, if people wanted it but they couldn't afford it that money wasn't an issue because i really felt that it was so important to ha- to have that money if you've lost your job because of cancer or your relationship's broken down because of cancer and then you've had all your treatment you've got the all clear you're just waiting for that final thing and you can't afford it because of what cancer's done you don't deserve to you know Money shouldn't be an issue with yeah. that, you know. But then the person that's doing it for you, who's dedicated their craft, their time, their career, um, financial, you know, investments to it, then they also deserve to be paid like a doctor would or like a nurse would. Um, so that's kind of where NIP came from, um, the Nipple Innovation Project. It was just a bit of an idea, really. Um, yeah, an idea. Like, I think I made a little video. I think I, I, I just decided one day that this was a thing. Um, <laughs> I think Stacey, as always, gave me a bit of encouragement to do a bit of a plea, see if anyone could do some fundraising for us. And I did a video. It went crazy on Facebook. Loads of people got back to us. A couple of studios did some fundraising walking days, which were amazing for us. And it really just gave us um, a boost and a kickstart. Um, and reassurance that it was a really good cause and it was one worth pursuing so from that point we just buckled down and worked on making it um making it a a real legal reality and we we finally got that this year yeah yeah we got charity status because that that means that you can there's there's all sorts of really amazing grants and opportunities now isn't there by just having that kind of registered charity so it's it's just going to help so many people because obviously what's happened now is um everyone all the artists that work with the nipple innovation projects are art certified so they have to have kind of gone through yeah. art first um which just yeah, means so, that yeah sorry carry on no, yeah no, it, just, it, it just means the standards kind of set isn't it like everyone's doing the same standard of work and um yeah. and that's kind of grown and grown hasn't it like how many artists are there in the uk now six now yeah. is it six I think, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, six is amazing. Like we've got, we sort of, there's, we're all dotted. I'm the highest north at the minute. Um, I have had interest from a lady in Scotland who I met at Belfast Tattoo Convention. She's absolutely lovely. Um, and she's done a few before, but she's like, you know, she just wants that little bit of guidance. She wants to work to the same consistency, the same standard. Um, so big respect for that. Um, and yeah, and it's just we, the interest that we get all the time is really, really exciting. Yeah. Um, we're just slowly growing, and um, yeah, like you said, with the the charity registration uh, status, now we'll also get recognition from other charities, like even just them recognizing that we are in existence will do so much for us, um, yeah. and in turn, that means we can do so much so much more um and especially alleviate some pressure off the nhs like yeah you know, maybe I'd, I'd like to think yeah uh, especially well, at a time right now <laughs> yeah exactly but i think it's it's really hard even with um like restorate like uh, breast reconstruction charities for instance everyone has such a weird preconception when it comes to tattooing so 
it's probably the same for you, but like you speak to people and you're like, oh, well, we do like, you know, we do it permanently and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, how do you tattoo over implants? Because you must pop them. Because in their mind, the micropigmentation thing doesn't go as deep as tattooing. It's like, it's the same yeah. thing. <laughs> it's just a yeah. nice word. So it's like just the fact that you've now got charity status means that they have to pay a bit more attention to you. And then they might actually learn something and pass down That's the correct it. information. <laughs> That is exactly it. So now we've got this charity that we've worked hard to build. Instead of me as a little tattooist or someone as a little tattooist going to these organisations and saying, hello, look what I do. We've got, actually, we're an established organisation and we are changing lives here, mm -hmm. you know, and we're doing it safely. We're doing it by the book. And if you actually give us a second, then you'll understand and we can actually maybe educate you and you can learn something pretty cool. So, yeah, it is amazing. Um, it is amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, you should, you should definitely give yourself a massive pat on the back, lovely, because you've kind of done this on your own. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's, just, it's just crazy times right now, isn't it? It's just... Yeah, because the, the charity kind of um, recognition happened while we were in lockdown, wasn't it? It was like pretty much like a couple of days after. It was like, oh, great. So what are we supposed to do now? <laughs> it really was. And I was like... Woo, and everyone's like, mm, yeah, lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me about, was it the, because I didn't know about you or ART or any of this stuff until you won that award at, was it the Titanic Tattoo Convention? Yeah. yeah. And like, that was just amazing because like, that got so much, um, you know, just recognition. I was like, what? What? I need to do this. This is amazing. So what was that like, tattooing? nipples at a convention because you did um was it male nipples i can't remember now yeah i did some um some trans uh transgender nipples um and a, a lady's uh double bilateral uh nipples there so uh, they actually invited me to the convention they invited nip um and I, yeah it was like okay amazing opportunity this is a pretty big convention there's artists from all around the world absolutely let's do it went along um and yeah I did my first ever transgender nipples uh, on a female to male who'd had top surgery and the nipples were still there but due to being them sort of removed and then reattached they just didn't heal Right, or they they quite often just end up a funny shape, don't yeah. they? And I think I think it's great that like um, it would be nice if actually more trans like pe like people in the trans community knew that this was an option for them. It's not just for breast cancer survivors. It's it's for anyone that's had even people that have had a breast augmentation or any kind of breast surgery because it can affect the shape of the nipples, yeah. can't it? So yeah, it's really important. Yeah, sorry, yeah. carry on. <laughs> No, but it is important. It is. It's not, you know, it's people don't think about these things. So it's it's worth mentioning. Um, so I'd done those and then um, tattooed some on a lady that was actually a nurse. And she, 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 because she knew about the tattooing, she didn't want to get it done in the hospital. Um, and she'd, I can't even, remember, I think she'd, I put a play out on Facebook and she'd got in touch. So, yep, we, we sat down to do a tattoo and I just sort of asked her, I just sort of said, look, you know, uh, this is personal to you and, and I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I will not be offended in any way, um, but if there was a way to enter your tattoos into one of the competitions, how would you feel about it? Um, and she said, 
well, you know, we, we had to figure it out. And she said, I don't want us to go up there and stand in front of her. Yeah. Obviously, with, you know, exposed. No, well, I wouldn't ever ask you to do that. Um, but I didn't want to ask the judges without even asking you first. So, so we, we had a discussion and then she said, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd be honoured. Or um, she said, I want to show them off kind of thing. Aww. So I kind of had a quiet word with the judges and we, we could show them. So, yeah, we, we went to the judges and she showed them the tattoos and they all just sort of went, wow. Um, and it was just so special because she was so brave. Um, she's such a beautiful lady. And then, yeah, um, I, I can't even remember. I think we went away, got on with our day. She had to leave. She'd driven quite a while to get to Belfast. So she left. And I think we were just wait. We were there. I'd entered them into the... Um, the most realistic tattoo contest. Um, and yeah, they called my name and her name. And I didn't even, I didn't even hear it. And Luke, my business partner started jumping up and down and everyone from the tattoo studio that we, that we guested at, they were all jumping up and down and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just, we'd, we'd won and yeah. And, and I started crying. I think a few people started crying. I was shaking and oh wow, I my mom from the booth. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it were amazing, and it was such a uh, an important, an important sort of achievement because it was something you know that had not been done that I know of. Um, I don't think anyone expected it. People had been there spending two or three days on a tattoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> they'd come from New Zealand and stuff, you know. Yeah. Like, so it was, it was, it was amazing. It were, it were an honour. It were an absolute honour. It was so special. And I'm so grateful for my client who was just brave enough to 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 do that what a a woman what an absolutely amazing woman yeah but I mean because of that you I feel that that gave you a lot of exposure you know like that that was a really kind of positive moment in in like nip and and everything (laughs) it's really cool so did you um obviously you set up Yorkshire mastectomy clinic didn't you was that always an intention did you want to have like a separate kind of space for this kind of work um, I think, yeah, once I started doing it, um, and I I think that came down to, again, how as how I'd like to feel if I was a client coming in for that type of tattoo. Um, and I, it kind of got me on to wanting to open a separate, completely separate space. Um, not necessarily a way out of a tattoo studio. I wanted it to be within because that's the that's what got me started and that's what's that's what it is so I want to you know I don't want to have it too separate um so yeah it kind of yeah it just it just made sense really um and the feedback that I've had has just been a lot better it's just more relaxed they can you know I just I just find it better and more suitable for what we do and yeah I like yeah. it. Yeah. But you've got quite, you're juggling a lot of, you're kind of spinning a lot of plates, aren't you? Because you've got like Wonderland, which you run with Luke, and how many artists have you got working there? Um, all together, the six of us. So, so you're, you're kind of managing that, and then you've got your mastectomy clinic, and obviously Nip that you're trying to manage, and then you're kind of in touch with all the other ART artists, and obviously <laughs> Stacey as well. It's like, and you're a single mom. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how you do it, honestly. Like you're like Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, bless you, thank you. Where is it? Definitely. <laughs> but has your like son been quite supportive? Of it because obviously, like, I find with my daughter, although she's only four, she's seen that many nipple drawings now. <laughs> it's, like, it's quite scary for them, isn't it? They're just like, What's that? I'm like, It's a boob. <laughs> yeah, well, he just kind of accepts it. I think he, he had to t- he had to do a little film or something for school, and I didn't know how to, we couldn't send it to him, so we, he took my iPad in and he went, Mum, I teach you, we're like, Why is there no to nipples on here? <laughs> And I told, I told her, oh, my mum, I nipples. And she went, all right. <laughs> so I just like how he's so blasé about it. Like, I've got nipple stickers and nipple badges everywhere. And it's just like, <laughs> for my mum's work. <laughs> well, you know, nipples are nipples. They're not really offensive, are they? By the Exactly. Kids get offended by nipples. <laughs> I know. Well, this is a thing that, like, um, is really difficult for this kind of work is the kind of creating awareness because obviously people find the female nipple particularly quite offensive. So have you found that kind of Facebook's been a bit of a battle with trying to kind of keep posts up and all that kind of stuff? Massively ongoing. You've just got to be, you've just got to be so careful. I've had numerous bans. I've had to make a second Facebook account for, so I can access my business messages because when you get, Banned, you can't access your business or your charity messages, and that's not good. And it, because you're banned for apparently posting sexual content, but it's mm-hmm. not it too. Um, but yeah, so that that can be a massive hindrance a lot of the time because because everyone uses Facebook. It's a great tool to use to reach your. Or reach a good audience and raise awareness of what we do so it's very frustrating when we do get banned and you know you've got to be very careful with what you do upload and the the angles and things that you do take the the pictures of the tattoos from um i think there should be a verification process personally in place for people that what we do um but that's not going to happen <laughs> no i know it's um yeah, but I, so I always kind of take it as a little bit of a compliment because I'm like, well, it must look like a nipple. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If, if it wasn't getting flagged, I'd be a bit like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. You've got to take some good. Yeah. <laughs> so you're obviously like really busy with the areola tattooing. Um, do you get like referrals from surgeons? Have, have people started cotton on to the fact that the quality of work that you're doing is superior? Yeah, um, it's really weird because since the first round of letters and things I sent out, I've never got any feedback. I haven't really got, well, I was just getting around to doing it again now. I'm a bit more established. But I have found people are coming to me from all over the country because their surgeon has recommended them to me. I've never spoke to them. I've never heard of them. But, I mean, I'm grateful for that because... They clearly have heard of me in some way. Um, And a lot of the time I'm hearing that sometimes they'll go to a a local PMU artist that's being trained because they're giving it away for free. And then they'll, they'll pay to come and see me. But it's like, 
because it they go because it's free, but it's not the free doesn't necessarily doesn't mean it's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you get what you pay for at the end of the day, don't you? So, and yeah. I have had a couple of people that have been refer that have been rec- rent. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a long day. It's always a long day. I've <laughs> um, had a few people that have been recommended to me, um, but they've gone for the free option in the hospital, then they've regretted it, and then they've come to me. And I just, and I guess that's where Nip comes in again. I don't want the price to put people off, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's an affordable price if you, if you're goes into tattooing and how difficult this kind of work is um and generally people it's because it's you know you can pay it in two can't you so it's but yeah. I don't want putting people off and getting a worse experience I've got a lady that's been through oh so much so much it's well what, what's happened to her just from tattooing alone um and it's just not fair it's just not fair mm. um hopefully now we've got the thing going on with Nip, then we can, it's just hopefully going to work and we'll, we'll get yeah. it out there. I think the problem is as well is that, you know, when, when someone's um, been through breast cancer treatment and they've got to know their surgeons and their nurses and stuff, unless the surgeon specifically turns around and says, um, you know, this person does it, then of course they're going to get it done by their nurse because they trust their nurse. And it's not the nurse's fault at all um yeah. but it's just it's just this kind of weird misinformation surrounding tattooing and the training because we we actually did a survey didn't we and like it's it's quite conclusive really that the, the fading of the medical tattoos causes quite detrimental mental health effects in people so um having that information now will hopefully open people's eyes a little bit more that there is a safe alternative and it is permanent and you know we're, we're not that scary just because we have tattoos <laughs> we're very approachable nice people that's exactly it yeah yeah definitely but it's it's great with like the nipple innovation project because obviously there's a group of us and we're kind of you know stronger together and um like you say if people can't afford the treatment then they can apply for funding so there's no reason for it to be a factor really um exactly but yeah, we just need to get back to fundraising, I guess. <laughs> I am feeling very inspired already after talking to you. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am. No, that's cool. That's what we're here for, isn't it? Like any any tattoo, so we have to inspire each other because it's regardless of whether you're doing medical tattooing or any tattooing, it's such a demanding, draining job. You yeah. need that support, don't you? So. Because you you are you splitting your time between like normal I don't normal kind of <laughs> you know more regular tattoo procedures you know um, and the areola work or do you find that you're mostly doing areola kind of work? Yeah, mostly areola um, at the minute, and that takes priority really. Um, I'm only working part time at the minute, um, so yeah. That whilst I'm working part time, that just takes priority, and yeah, because there's so many other artists in the studio, then it, it's you know there's plenty of choice for people to to go to unless they specifically ask for me. Which of course there's always a few that just yeah. that just want want you, which is lovely. I've got my regulars. I think I'll always have my regulars. So like anyone, so, um, 
so yeah, it's it feels I feel feel like I'm living the dream. Yeah, <laughs> it is Apart really cool. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for it to be over. I was in my little studio today, like moving stuff around and like making the station look all pretty. And then you're like, "What for?" Never <laughs> bye. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you want to mention, because um, obviously you do like uh, collagen induction therapy, which a lot of people call microneedling, but I think people underestimate how positive an effect that can have on a scar. Um, do you find you're doing that for most of your like ladies that have had reconstructions and, and stuff, and, and does it make yeah. a big difference? Yeah, I mean... I've had some really good results over the years from doing it. Um, and I always, um, it's something that I'll mention in a consultation, but, and I'll give it some for, for my ladies to think about. And while I sit in, we'll always, I'll sit through and discuss it with them and just explain that, you know, it's very similar to tattooing. It won't take that long. Um, and the, the great results that we can get from it. Um, and generally a lot of them have not even heard about it. Um, and the good thing about seeing them in two sittings is um, you always results on the on the, the second one. So you, they're like, yeah, come on, let's do it again. You know, like, at that point, they really they've seen the results and yeah, they love it. So I I gave a few. I put a play out on Facebook again a few months ago. I'm really intrigued by scars. I just really want to just keep learning um yeah about about how the heel and, and everything so I did um, a couple of surgery scars um and they I've had some really really good results really good results even a surgeon has seen one of them and he was quite shocked that mm. this 10 year old scar had managed to smooth out so much so yeah I think the, and the, the because it's such a long process in between healing um once I've built my portfolio up and got visual sort of images that I can scream and shout a bit about, uh, yeah. uh, scream and shout about it more. But until then, it's just getting people to trust in you. Uh, yeah. Because it's such a, it's not really heard of, but it's such well, a simple yet effective thing. I think the, the problem is sometimes, like I find it because um, I trained in scar camouflage, but actually the more research I do, I feel like you can fix a scar perfectly well without really adding any pigment. Um, but I think pe people just want like a quick fix. So it's it's knowing that like yeah. something like collagen induction therapy or microneedling or, you know, the million names that it's got. Um, it is, it's a long, long process, but it's worth it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's kind of managing people's expectations, isn't it, I suppose. But it is, I just think, I just think, like, tattooing is so amazing. Like, the things that we can do with, like, such a, not, not a simple skill, but, you know, it's, it's you know, just that one thing. Yeah. And we can fix so many things. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was asked to do, um, which I'd never heard of, a lady that had had web tours. Um, and I haven't actually done it yet. It's a daughter that's ha that's got a web, and and I looked online and medical tattooers it, have done one line. It looks like someone's drawn a line with a biro in between the toes. Oh no! <laughs> I was really looking forward to doing it just because I was gonna not make it look like a line. Yeah. Happened, <laughs> but little things like that, which, which, like you say, it seems like a simple thing, but as artists, we would approach that as we would as an artist but as a 
someone that doesn't have an artistic background or whatever, they've just done a couple, you know, they, they just think, oh, that a line, you know, a line. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's really, it's like, but if you can make someone who's self conscious about web toe kind of feel better about that, then that's amazing, isn't it? You just know. by putting a bit of light shading on and like, you know, it's, but that's, that's in our craft. That's, in, that's part of our skill. That's, that's what sets us apart. Yeah. Other practitioners. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I think when something's a passion and um, yeah, just having that fundamental understanding of tattooing is really important, isn't it? Which is why I, I'll always kind of, if people want to learn this without like feeling like I'm advertising too much, I'll always push them towards Stacey and ART because you do get that more of an apprenticeship kind of training, don't you? It's not like, I know you said you did like the three day course, but you have a mentorship before that. Well, that's it. Yeah, it's not just the course. It's it's so the consistent. Like she still supports me now. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's always there. It's um, you need that support. You need that ongoing support because you face changes. It's there's too many variables included. Way too many. Yeah, um, and yeah. emotional support as well because it it does. You know, you hear all these stories, and um, I kind of get same as you probably get really emotionally involved, and then you start wanting to phone this person that you've met once up. Like yeah. every day, just to check if they're okay. <laughs> but it's like, like I, I really like love my clients, and I'm just like get really involved, and then, um, yeah, it's like it's it's knowing when to kind of cut off, isn't it, and be like, yeah, hey, you just speak to someone else about this. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard. There's a lot. It's a lot to consider. It's not just as straightforward, straight and narrow as you'd expect, is it? <laughs> no, it's it's not even like kind of the Miami and era where everyone had this really horrific story to their tattoos. Like this is like really you know oh yeah really emotional <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> what do you think like tattooing is going to be like when we go back because I'm, I'm hoping that like they'll miraculously realize that like we don't have to wear because I'm worried about wearing a mask and the reason I'm worried about wearing a mask is because with the masks that you're supposed to wear which are the KN95 ones if if you wear them for more than a couple of hours you like pass out <laughs> Because you're just breathing in your own, yeah. Because they're so tight on your face, apparently. Because I've just been watching people in America, um, but yeah, you you just end up you get headaches, and because you're breathing in your own like carbon dioxide, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, I don't know whether we're gonna have to like shields. Like I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. <laughs> We've had like no guidance, have we? No, nothing at all. <laughs> nothing. It's just. Like I've got artists coming to me saying, "Oh, well, if we wear masks and gloves, can we can we still do it?" And I'm like, "Well, in theory, yeah, but no, because we can't social distance." So that's it, isn't it? Like you just can't. Like <laughs> it's such a strange one. It's such a nothing certain, nothing mm. set in stone. Nothing. It feels like nothing's real. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird because I I think a lot of us needed a break. And then yeah. we got this kind of break and it was like to start with, I was like, oh, you know what? This is quite nice, actually. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I've got stuff to do. I need to do stuff. I need a routine. I'm like, you know, just eating rubbish all day. And yeah, no, <laughs> it's not <that's> good. <laughs> oh, bless you. Are you looking forward to getting back though? I know that's a stupid question, isn't it? But Oh, definitely. Of course. Yeah, 100%. Um, just having some routine or... Um, 
just just normality seeing everyone at the studio I love my little studio being there and doing what I do I hope I haven't forgotten how to tattoo you know just little things like that just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah do you want to tell us where we can find out more about Nipple Innovation Project and you personally and like social media tags and all that stuff because yeah okay um, <laughs> so the best place everything to find out about nip is usually the nipple innovation project is usually either facebook or at our website which is nipple tattoos.co.uk um anything about sort of the training and the specific tattoo work that i do um instagram um lucy underscore nipple um and yeah i put a lot of my work on there and through the auction stick to me Facebook um yeah um, that's it really yeah because I think there will be training available for anyone that would like to train kind of the ART way um soon yeah. there was supposed to be before lockdown wasn't there and then that happened yeah. <laughs> so if anyone's interested it was yeah if anyone's interested in training they can find out through um my website, which is um, com, or they can send me a message. Um, we will obviously be having um, a training. We will be rescheduling the training course and we will be holding them more regularly as well now. Um, but like I said, you can just ask me directly about that via Instagram or my website. There is a bit of in- information on the website. Um, and we've also got a deal online class for people that want to improve the realism um skills but that's on the website too um so i've yeah. just done that course actually and it's a lot harder than you think yeah because i was like because we're supposed to be like you know i wanted to get better at drawing nipples so like i kind of um got a free little go <laughs> but yeah it was like so and there's people on the digital course that their drawings are amazing i'm just like oh my god i really need to get better do you know what i mean it's it's a really good course actually yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a go at it myself. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's, it's, yeah, it, it makes you think again. It's like, oh, okay, I've took all this for granted. I need to learn how to yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just taking it back to basics and just challenging yourself and improving your skills. I mean, it's, there's no harm in that, is there? No, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for talking to me, lovely. I'm going to press stop and then I'll come back to you. So bear with me. Thanks for having me. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> thanks again to lucy for having a little chat with me this evening you can find out more information about lucy and the nipple innovation project at www.nippletattoos.co.uk and if anyone would like to get involved with fundraising or just wants more information then feel free to get in touch Although as experienced tattoo artists we have a fantastic fundamental understanding of pigment in skin, I would definitely recommend extra training to prepare us for dealing with scar tissue and other contraindications associated with breast reconstructions.